Hello and welcome to the sequel to a PhD podcast. I'm Shirley Marquant, your host, and I'm so excited that you're here. Let's get started. Hello, welcome back to the podcast. So I'm recording this episode in the early morning. My kids are off from school this week, and so I'm trying to do this before everybody wakes up and is asking for mommy's attention and for all kinds of things. So if you have kids, I'm sure you can relate, but if not, um, I'm trying to do this a little bit more quietly than usual, so I hope this turns out okay. So today I want to talk about something that happened to me fairly recently where something I was really stressed about turned into realizing how I'm already living a version of my dream life. While I'm not even there, I haven't, I don't fully have everything I want in my dream life, but I recognize that there are a lot of things that are going right. So this starts with telling a little bit of a story about something that's happened to me over the past two years. So going back to January of 2021, two years ago, I was at a point where my work was all focused on doing oncology medical writing, and that was going really, really well. I was getting a lot of clients. I was getting a lot of work. It was a little bit tough with like the kids home and stuff, but I was the business side of it was going really well. And I was starting to think about how I could grow my business and just grow it in my medical writing business. And two, I was thinking about creating some kind of medical writing agency with people working with me to deliver medical writing documents. And so at that point in January or maybe February of 2021, I joined an entrepreneur community thinking that I would hire writing assistants to work with me. And I joined this community initially for the purpose of getting resources and information about how to go about hiring people and bringing them into your business. And so as I was going through some of the work in that program, I had the realization that medical writing is not actually something that's in my zone of genius. And have you heard of zone of genius? It's a concept that I first heard about, first through this community, but also it comes from, I believe, Gay Hendricks has a book called The Big Leap, where he talks about zone of genius, zone of excellence, uh, zone of competence, and I think maybe the last one is zone of incompetence. And so... So for my purposes, I was not operating in zone of incompetence or zone of competence. So I really haven't paid much attention to that. But the concept of the zone of genius versus the zone of excellence comes down to, at least in my memory of it, is comes down to this question of zone of excellence is that that's something that you do maybe really, really well. You're outstanding at it. You get great feedback, but it's not something that lights you up. Whereas the zone of genius is something that doesn't even feel like work. It's stuff that you do really well, but it's also because you really love doing it. Um, And that's where I believe that we can make our greatest impact is when we're operating in the zone of genius, because it's fulfilling both our own internal needs for what we want from our work, as well as making a contribution to other people. So anyway, so when I started looking at my work back then in 2021, and realized that the medical writing work was clearly something that was in my zone of excellence, but was not really something that brought me a lot of joy. I loved the impact of it, but the actual process of writing was not something that really felt like I was super excited to wake up every day to sit down and do that work, whereas something that it's in your zone of genius just doesn't even feel like it should be work. 
Um, so during that time, when I when I realized that, I also realized that I don't necessarily want to be an expert in medical writing. While I'm really good at it, or at least according to my clients, I don't love learning about how to become a medical writer. I don't love learning about the grammar. I don't love learning about structure. I don't love learning about all of the, oh, let's say the like formatting kinds of things. It's just not something that I'm excited to keep learning about. I do love the impact. I love the science that's involved in writing for medical writing purposes. I love researching gaps in knowledge and how new advances can address those gaps. But the writing itself was just not something that I wanted to be considered an expert in, I guess. Expert to the point of then transferring that knowledge to people who worked with me or for me. And also the stress of writing deadlines, weekly writing deadlines, particularly at that time with kids home on and off with illness and pandemic and all of that, the stress of the weekly writing deadlines was was not something that um, was necessarily something I wanted to be in my life forever, even if the work was being done, even if the writing was being done by someone else and I was overseeing it. I did not want to be constantly on a deadline-driven schedule. So looking at that together made me realize that growing my medical writing business maybe wasn't what my dream life was going to look like. So then that led me to start thinking about what would my dream life look like. And so figuring that out took some time. It came back to some stuff I've talked about before in terms of looking at what are my values, what is the impact I want to have. Um, and so some of the things that I realized from, from doing that work of figuring out what ideal would look like for me is that I really wanted connection and conversation with brilliant impact driven people. Connection is a huge value for me is a huge motivating force for me. And that's really important for me. I wanted to be creating and writing or speaking about things that come from my own experience or my own mind at this point. I had the question to myself of, well, don't I now have enough experience at this point to be able to show up and have my thoughts make a difference without necessarily having to deliver something that's either based on evidence or based on other people's work? Is, is what I have in my head at this point enough to make a contribution? I also was developing this philosophy then of something that I call let it be easy, where I'm starting to recognize, or I was at that point starting to recognize that maybe everything doesn't have to be coming from this push, push, push energy. Maybe it could feel like everything just flowed. So this philosophy, let it be easy for me, is not about avoiding doing hard work. I'm I'm really good at doing hard work. I'm not averse to hard work, but it's instead about being in flow with the work and not pushing so hard to make this thing work, gosh darn it. And so I really wanted to be, or I recognized at that point that I wanted to be doing work that just felt like it flowed and felt like it was coming as something that was bringing me joy and fulfillment as opposed to something that was coming from a more stressful energy. And then another thing that was really important to me and continues to be really important to me is recognizing that I value 
that I wanted to be present, really present with the people around me. I wanted to be learning and growing and exploring with my kids, especially, and not letting the stress about work and deadlines distract me from being just really present when I'm there with them or um, really present when I'm out in the world and, and exploring and just engaging with people and engaging with everything around me. So back in 2021, I think maybe it was mid-2021, when I made the very conscious shift that, okay, well, maybe this medical writing thing, I'm not going to really pursue this as my main business anymore. And to be fair, I, I am still doing medical writing. I still do quite a bit of it. But my efforts shifted from growing medical writing as the business that I wanted to build and instead started looking at what else could I do? So there was this question of, well, what am I going to do now in order to get all of these things that I now understand I really want in my life? And answering that question has been a bit of a slow process. Um, It's involved a lot of a lot of small moves to figure out what seems right for me or what feels right for me. And so some of that has involved turning down medical writing projects that I just don't enjoy. There are particular types of writing or particular types of documents that I just, uh, man, I just don't enjoy doing them. They stress me out a lot. And so I've gradually have turned down more and more of those kinds of assignments, even with some clients that I really love, because I have recognized how important it is for me to not be doing this work that really feels like work to me. I want to be doing stuff that feels more more easeful, more fulfilling. Not easy, but easeful. And so, so turning down, saying no to projects that people are offering me that I know that they need help with, that has been a really big step for me because it's, as a people pleaser, it's hard to say no sometimes. But really that step of, of gradually saying no more and more has really made such a huge difference in my life already. So then some of the other things that this process of what am I going to do now has involved. Um, And one of those things is looking at what I really enjoy talking about with people. One of those things that I like to talk about is how stepping away from what's expected of us is not only okay, but in some ways it's revolutionary, particularly as women trying to do and be all of the things that are expected of us. And then Using this, recognizing that I really enjoy, I really love talking about this, and particularly with scientists who have been on the same path as me in that place of just feeling like, oh, well, I've gotten to this point. I can't really walk away from this at this point. And so recognizing that, I decided that I wanted to start building a coaching consulting business around this, around helping particularly scientists with navigating changes so that they're not feeling like they're driven by the expectations that are put on them by either themselves at earlier stages of their life or by others. I think it's really important that we follow what's important to us. And so obviously that's my, that's my big message. Um, And so I started recognizing that I wanted to build my business around this. I started developing my coaching skills and tools and learning what what you need to know in order to be a good coach. I also identified 
um, and started leaning into some of my strengths. And so one of the things I did back in, I think, 2021 was take, uh, I think it's called the Gallup Strength Finder Assessment, which was really interesting and really informative to me and, and totally, totally accurate but really helpful to recognize it. But anyway, one of the top things that came up from there was that one of my top strengths is learner, which super obvious, but recognizing that this is a strength and that this is something that I draw my, I guess, power, my influence from is my like deep, deep yearning to keep learning. Um, Recognizing that has sort of given me permission to myself to do a whole lot more reading than I had been doing in the past. It had felt like reading was something that was an indulgence for me, but actually that's something that is really helping me grow and build and and can make a difference, I think, to others as I share what I'm learning. So then one more element of what I want wanted my ideal or dream life to look like, at least as I was reflecting on it in 2021, was to be starting to write and talk about stuff that's important to me, to be like, to be louder, (laughs) not necessarily louder in the volume sense, but in the I'm allowed to say what I think about things. And that has always been sort of a struggle for me, just voicing my opinion or my thoughts about things. And so I wanted to really step into that and start sharing what I know, what I've learned. And obviously, this podcast is a is a piece of that. Okay, so, so that was what I recognized in 2021 as things that I wanted to be building into my life and into my work. And so the past, let's say year and a half has been has felt like slow movement, making little changes in the direction of all of those things. Last year, early last year, early 2022, particularly, was especially tough, especially with one kid still in daycare and all of the daycare closures and health, health, uh, she had to stay home for a week every time she was sick. And so the beginning of last year, it felt like nothing was happening. And that was very, very frustrating to me. But I'm recognizing now that even though it felt like nothing was happening, there were actually some big shifts that were happening in my the way I was approaching things. So anyway, so let's fast forward now, over the last year, year and a half, to what my life looks like now. And so in early January of this year, I found myself stressing out about all the things that I want to do or need to do to build my coaching consulting business. I had learned or I have learned so much from my entrepreneur trainings about the best practices for growing an audience, for getting my message out to people, um, showing up on social media, all of the things, building a newsletter, all of these things that you are quote unquote supposed to do to have a successful business. And it can, can get pretty overwhelming, particularly when you're just starting all of this stuff out and you're just working as yourself. There's a lot to do. So in January, I ended up having a conversation with one of my coaches about how I was feeling stressed because I didn't have enough time to do everything because my calendar was so full of all these commitments. And I realized during that conversation, this was, I mean, it's total, totally mind blowing to me that I didn't realize this before. And this, 
now all of a sudden have a different perspective. But I realized that my calendar was actually full of all of the stuff that I wanted my life to be full of. All of the stuff on my calendar reflects all of these values that I had recognized back in 2021. I now have connection with brilliant, beautiful, inspiring people. It's either through regular meetings with people I've connected with in my entrepreneur communities, or people I work with in coaching or other work, friends who have come into my life. I just feel so inspired and so much gratitude for these relationships. And I, I really love seeing this reflected on my calendar each week. It's just really exciting to see that, particularly in the context of, oh, this is something I wanted a year and a half ago and I didn't have, and now it's there. And that's just really exciting. When I look at my medical writing work, I recognize that the work I'm doing now is very different from the work I was doing two years ago. Being self-employed, it's really nice to have the autonomy in the decisions about what kinds of work to take on and what to turn down, who to work with, all of those things. And something I've been very conscious about is turning down the things that I don't like and taking on more of the kinds of work that does feel really easy to me. Right recently, I've been taking on a lot of projects that feel ridiculously easy. And I almost can't believe I'm getting paid to do the kinds of work I'm doing. But my clients are appreciative. They need someone to do this work. And it's just, it's working out really well for both of us. So I'm just really thankful for that right now too. Um, And when I look at my calendar, I see a lot of activities that the kids are involved in. I spend a lot of time taking them back and forth to activities. And this could be Initially, when I looked at this, I was like, oh, this is stressing me out. I'm spending so much time on this. But then when I reflect on that in the context of, oh, well, this is actually me living my values, my values that I want them to be engaged in. I want to be engaged with them, engaged in the world and exploring and learning and active and all of those things. It really was just a total shift and like, oh, this is like, this is really important to me. This is not a limitation. This is something that's really, really important to me. And I'm really thankful to see it that way. I think it also plays into the, um, like that's outside stuff. Obviously, taking my kids to gymnastics or whatever, that's not something that's building my business. It's something that in some ways I feel, or I had felt like, oh, I should feel guilty about spending this much time taking the kids places when I should be working, quote unquote, should be working. And then recognizing that, no, this is me in alignment with my own values really made such a big difference for me. Um, And then, as I said earlier, this podcast, this podcast represents creation. I do have it on my calendar as a regular part of my schedule to record these episodes to make sure that I really stay committed to this, to this goal of mine. But it's really, it's rewarding to look at it in the context of, well, I've had this on my mind for a year and a half, and now here it is and happening. I've made it happen. It didn't happen on the timeline that I wanted to happen, but it's here and it's going, I'm doing it now. And that's just really exciting. So then now recognizing that all of these things that I just mentioned, all of these things on my calendar that initially when I had was looking at it, I thought, oh, these are all limitations. I have to fit all this work around these things. But now I realize that these things are the components of my dream life. And recognizing that this is 
me living out my dream life has sort of shifted how I view my time each week now. Instead of looking at my schedule or my calendar from a um, from a perspective of how am I going to fit all of this work in, which feels stressful and anxious and like tight in my body. Now it's more of a feeling of, wow, look at how lucky I am. Look at how my small steps over the past year and a half have paid off. And viewing it that way helps um, generate a feeling of like expansion and openness and possibility. It encourages for me the question of how can I make this even better, which is pretty exciting question to ask. And asking that question consequently shifts how I approach all of my work, including everything on my to-do list. It makes me really excited about everything that's in motion right now and the possibilities and saying, well, I've made it to this point. Let's see what even better will look like as I continue um, doing all the things that I know I want to do to really get to, um, I guess, more, more mature stages of what my dream life would look like. So my question for you, I guess, would be, I'm curious if you have something in your life that's stressing you out that might actually be a reflection of living your own dream. And importantly, it's your own dream, not a dream that someone else has put on you. I know it can be hard to change that perspective, to look at something stressful and say, well, oh, wait a minute, how is this actually great? And I don't want this to be like a gaslighty thing at all. Like stress is stress. That's totally legitimate. But I just find it really interesting that I had this thing that was totally stressful to me that actually shifting my view of it has really been helpful for me. I do recognize it can be hard to identify these stressful things that might be great also because we become so entrenched in our own stories about why we're not doing enough. And I totally get that. It's very frustrating when we want to be accomplishing something and and we're not getting there. And there's so many reasons for that. And they're totally legitimate reasons, as I just said. But I'm just thankful that my, my mindset about my calendar stress has shifted because it's really opened up this whole new feeling for how I'm approaching everything I'm doing now, which really makes a difference. So I think that there's opportunity that's created from looking at what's going right and then asking that question, how can I make this good thing even better? So that's all I have for today. I hope you find all of the good and all of the even betters and all of the how can I make this better and you find the happiness and fulfillment that comes from that. So that's it for today. Thanks so much for joining me. Until next time. Thanks so much for joining me today. If you enjoyed this podcast, I would really love it if you could rate or review it wherever you get your podcasts or share the episode with a friend. Thanks again. Till next time.